This is The Verse, a weekly dive into the cinematic universes and beyond. We'll dissect the latest episodes, films, and news all fans from veterans to news are dying to know more about. Now, here's our team of pop culture superheroes we call The Verse Squad. Welcome to The Verse. Welcome back to The Verse, the podcast that really wants to find Kevin Bacon. The holidays came early in this episode as we cover several recently dropped trailers in our T3 segment, as well as Disney Plus's latest Marvel holiday special, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. But first, let's meet the jolly old team. I'm Lucas, wishing everyone a happy Hanukkah. I'm Bridget, saying Merry Christmas. I'm Norm, wishing you all a happy Yule. And I'm Emilia, and I'm hoping that everyone enjoys a really great The Verse news segment, where we bring you the latest in TV, film, pop culture, and superhero news from across the cinematic universes and beyond. So let's see what The Verse squad has come up with this week. So guys, uh, we dropped this on our Twitter page, but um, James Gandolfini's son, uh, Michael Gandolfini, has been cast in a quote-unquote major role in Daredevil Born Again. And I saw you going back and forth about who it might be, uh, and I tried to ignore it because I don't know <laughs> if you're going to mislead me or get anywhere near the truth of it. Um, Jordan Blum started this, okay? okay. Oh, I just want to point that so out you there. Should, you can throw him under the bus, I'm, sure. I'm totally throwing him under the bus on this one. Uh, and I decided to, to, to go even sillier than what he did, and I put out uh, Stilt Man, which is... <laughs> Which was we've discussed, which we have discussed, and I think with Jordan too, actually, funny enough. Oh, I think you're right. Um, and I think it would be hilarious if they brought in such a weird villain. Now, it's they would have. I think it would be funny if they brought him in, but did it in a like a really cool modern way instead of what the character actually was. But I think it would be really funny to do that although i worry that like um in daredevil born again they might glean a little too much into the comedic side of what's been phase four i hope not yeah i mean i this is how i feel about this after by the way norm i finished the first season of daredevil again on a rewatch uh once again falling in love with the show and remembering why i enjoyed it so much uh, but one of the criticisms criticisms I've heard uh, from people was that, you know, Kingpin, who is like such an amazing villain, one of my favorites from not only the comic books, but then Gandolfini's, not Gandolfini, um, what's his face? Uh, it's Vincent D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio, which, you know, talk about somebody who was born to play a role. Uh, Kingpin is also just one villain in that Daredevil universe. So I'm glad they're adding to it because they yeah. really were super centric around his character. I mean, it, was, it made sense. It was kind of what made sense for the, a TV show to do that. But at the end of the day, I'm, I'm encouraged to hear they're mining the universe more from, for some other villains for him to fight because he wasn't the only you know, uh, villain that Daredevil went up against. No, and, and that's the thing about uh, the Daredevil comic book, especially the, uh, ever since Frank Miller... Uh, did yeah? His that's why because of, it was such a good you know, run, and and he he really made it less about having like villains like you know uh, like Bullseye Stiltman. <laughs> or Stiltman 
or or any of those uh, weirder characters, you know, he brought in like the gangs and the hand, mm-hmm. and he really focused on those, which uh, then would they've already told those stories, yeah, but, and that, but that like totally reshaped uh, Daredevil going forward, the comic books. So mm-hmm. I see why um, the Netflix show v- steered that way. Uh, I, and I still really, really enjoyed it. I, I don't mind them adding to it. I just don't want them to go crazy kooky with this. I agree, though, because, I mean, so, Emilia, you haven't watched that one, but, Bridget, you watched the first season, correct? Uh, al- almost the first season. I'm almost there. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm still getting there. It, it's, what I like about it, it's very dramatic. Like, it, it it does have silly moments, for sure, but it's really grounded in, like, a dark procedural lawyer slash comic book violent show you know i like that setting and what they did with it so you know it would be a shame if they completely changed the tone i think fans of the show would be a little bit off put if they get a little too silly with it so i i'm pretty confident it's going to stay true to the uh, original series but we'll see so well i have news if that's uh Yep, that's Anybody mine. else isn't going to jump in after Norm's news. Uh, the Midnight Club, which was Flanagan's. I talked about Mike Flanagan, how I'm a fan of his. That was his latest show he produced. He didn't direct all the episodes like his previous work, uh, but that was canceled for season two. So there's not going to be any resolution to a lot of the storylines. Listen, it wasn't the best one. Of, I think it actually is probably his the least favorite of his work that he's put out recently for me. But I liked it. I, it was watchable and you know, I never really read a lot of the books they were based on, but the the YA horror series, mm-hmm. Midnight Club. But, you know, they were pulling stories directly from that series, which was pretty cool. And I kind of liked the, the style of it. Uh, so what, what does Flanagan do after it gets canceled? He goes on his Tumblr and posts all of the different story points that they were going to pursue in the second season and wraps it up for the fans who liked it and now are going to feel disappointed. I was like... What a mensch. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. every series creator should do this for fans who are just left, like, in a cliffhanger. At least, like, tell us what you were going to do with it and our imaginations can fill it in. So it was just such a nice gesture for him to do that. And it just cements in my eyes why I really love that guy. And I highly recommend you check out all of his work. Yeah, I mean, that that would have been perfect for a series like, I don't know, Firefly? That, you know, ton <laughs> yeah. of... Uh, Geekdom absolutely loved and only got what one season, right? One season in a, a movie or a, a made-for-TV movie, something like that. I think it was that. But oftentimes, what happens though is they'll make like comic books and things. I do like when the the you know the greater you know cinematic and publishing universes collide, and people just you know Star Wars did that for a while. Novels, yeah, comic Star books Wars did to it. expand the lore. Anyway, but maybe we'll see some more of it in the future. Uh, my news is also about TV. It's about the boys. Um, this is about season four as well. So Simon Pegg is going to be returning. Uh, he is Huey's dad. So I saw this. <laughs> Go ahead. Roll. Um, and they've also announced some new cast members. The latest ones are Rosemary DeWitt, Rob Benedict, and Elliot Knight. Um as, and then I think these were maybe announced a little earlier. I don't remember if we covered it, but also Valerie Curry and Susan Hayward. And of course, Jeffrey Dean Morgan from The Walking Dead and Grey's Anatomy. And Supernatural. <laughs> um, I would say and Supernatural. And, um, he's all over. Uh, but he his role has not been announced yet. But uh, 
but we we've known for a little while that he's going to be coming to season four. So I thought we'd just catch up on all that boys news that we didn't do it before. Look, look, the only person missing uh, from the supernatural universe is obviously uh, Jared Padalecki. Uh, yeah, Eric, he can stay away. Eric Kripke hasn't found a way to get him in yet, or maybe Jared just doesn't want to work with Eric. Again, no, Misha, but... the the angel. What's oh, Misha name? Collins. Yeah, as, as we got to get Misha Collins in there. He was oh, Castiel's yeah. one of my favorite characters. I really hope he makes an appearance. Yeah. Okay. So, so those two are the only ones missing. <laughs> we got a lot of the other ones, though. Well, the, you know, to give the boys some, you know, credit here, they cast great actors. I just was watching Smile, uh, and A Train, the actor who plays A Train, was in the movie Smile. A fun little, in, no, I don't think it's indie. Actually, Paramount produced it, but it's a low-budget horror film that is really fun. It, it, it's definitely a more surprising. But anyway, when A Train popped up in there. Man, I was like, that guy's a good actor. Like, he has range, because I know this from the boys. Yeah, so I don't think we, we know when season four is going to come back, but... Uh, have they even started filming? Probably not, right? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we have some, like, some new character posters or pictures of yeah. the uh, the latest superheroes that are going to the seven. And, I mean, they look really good, but I don't think, I don't think they're very far in yet. Mm-hmm. Probably just out of concept and probably in writing production. Well, we'll be... Happy to cover it when they release it. Heck yeah. Um, I, re- I really don't have any cinematic universal news today. I hate to break it to you folks. Well, I'm yeah. assuming that's because we will be covering your beat in our next segment. Yes. Yes. Well, y- yes. Yes. Which, <laughs> yes. Yes. Wait, no, yes. I have a story. I have a good story by the time we get there. When we get there. Okay. All right. Because I'm a little nervous about this. I mean, when I watched it, we'll get it. We should just maybe dive into it because... And that was the verse news. So why don't we start our festivities with our T3 segment, which is the segment where we give our take on the latest trailers from the latest cinematic universes and beyond. So we're going to discuss the trailer itself, uh, speculate on the movie, and then when we're all done, we're going to grade it with one of the three T's uh, in a very cleverly named segment called trailer colon trash treasure or hey that looks okay so this week we're going to cover avatar 2 the way of water guardians of the galaxy 3 these might actually all have subtitle names but i don't have all of them in front of me so uh, gonna... uh, guardians of the galaxy volume <laughs> 3 uh face the music face the music okay like bill and ted's um, face the music i think it's i think it was face the music damn uh, that would kind of fitting right um indiana jones 5 the dial of destiny don't give me and ant-man 3 quantum mania quantum ant-man and the wasp quantum mania oh okay good so i guess we're gonna start with uh avatar 2 the way of water (laughs) yeah i'll gladly start on that how many times have y'all watched it? I, show uh, of hands here. We'll it, know who's been to the uh, theater. <laughs> you know, I've I mean, had to see it twice. I've seen. I've seen that four times. I say I've seen it at least no three joke. times, two or three times. But here's the thing: every time I've watched it, where I went to see a movie with 3D glasses, I'm so happy to watch it because it looks really good. Like you know, this is. Oh, I never got to see it in 3D. Oh, th- that's Same. see. This is why at the first Avatar. The only way you should have experienced it was in the theater with the 3d glasses because it truly to this day is one of the best 3d experiences i've had there's like a handful of movies that actually were worth seeing in 3d 
it was this one it was the first avatar it was mad max fury road it was just incredible to see in 3d and shrek. it was gravity i never saw shrek but gravity did you watch the, remember the sandra bullock gravity movie wait whoa, in whoa, space? hold on hold on shrek was in 3d i think she's full of it <laughs> in imax 3d shrek seems like a weird one to be in 3d but hey all right if you go We're to just... universal studios shrek is actually in 4d Ooh. Do you sit in his lap while you watch the movie or something? <laughs> That's inappropriate. There is no place <laughs> for <laughs> grotesqueness on the verse. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Um, anyways, back to Avatar. <laughs> okay, so all I can say is... You should see it in 3D. Uh, yes, I've seen the trailer so many times. And uh, it's really a visual treat, just like the first movie was. So that's what I'll say about the Avatar 2 trailer. Okay. What I'm going to say about it is I've never seen the Avatar. Ooh. Interesting. Yeah. How did you miss that cultural phenomenon? Um, Because I tend she was to six. be that type of person. <laughs> yes. I to be, tend who, to... who was young. <laughs> I tend to be that type of person when, when something gets a lot of hype. I automatically get turned off to it. And it's like, and it's not like that cool hipster thing. Like, I don't do it. No, no, that's what no, that, that is. That's exactly um, what that is. <laughs> yes, but it gives me I like. I wasn't doing that yet at, the, at that age, though. Yeah, you were a hipster at six years old, Bridget. Yes. You should be proud. And it's like. Okay, this came out in 2009. Yes, I'm aware. <laughs> but it's like, everyone keeps telling me, like, you have to watch it. It's amazing. Like, and, and then it's like, people that usually I don't trust their take on movies that tell me. Do to they have watch garbage it. taste? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, or they have the exact that. opposite of that. To so so if they have garbage taste with Bridget, that means you know I'm not doing the math on this one. Yeah, We're just don't gonna do go. that. Stop it. Stop with your head. Um, you're, going, you're going to get to uh, neg- adding negative numbers. Okay, but he, so here's the thing. So I've never seen the first one, and it came out of what 2009. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was ten, not six. Oh, I'm four Check years yourself. off. Check yourself. Okay. Um. But here's the dealio is in the Disney's Animal Kingdom, they've opened the entire Avatar section and I've done the rides and they make no sense to me because I've never seen the movies. And okay. every time we go, my dad's like, God, we should pro- we should probably watch the movie. And I'm like, yeah, but also also to carve the time out to watch a three hour long film with my parents that's an investment. That's an investment that I, I'm not sure if I'm quite willing to make right now. So Here's my prediction for you. You're off the hook. There's no reason for you to watch the first one for the second one to be entertaining because I can tell you right now, it's just uh, Pocahontas or what's the Dances with Wolves in Space. Fern it's Gully. Just or Fern Gully. Fern Gully in Space. Many other movies too. <laughs> There's so many. It's a, it's a, the story, you've seen it a thousand times. Definitely seen They it. don't do anything interesting except for awesome mech, mech suits and some weird blue aliens that remind me is am i crazy that they had sex with their tails intertwining in the theatrical you know what no i don't remember i saw i remember that and i remember being weirded out by it and now it suddenly doesn't exist anymore was it a fever dream anyway what you don't gotta watch it it was a thing right because then they also use their tails to connect with everything so they like so what you're saying is they were having (laughs) sex with everything well, like Ooh. they would use oh. it to ride their steeds. That, Maybe no this, wonder okay. this movie this, is so popular. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> See, I, somehow I wrote this out of my mind because this takes it this story into a way creepier area. That, like, literally, I 
purge this from my mind because I do not remember this. But wow, wow, James Cameron, wow. Okay. Okay. So, well. Yeah. Oh, uh, anyways, wait. So, like the the trailer. What what did you guys think? Are you excited? To okay. See the yeah. Let's focus, on the, okay. let's focus right. on the trailer. All right. I'm gonna ask the question. Sure. Who cares? <laughs> No, I'm I don't really want <laughs> no. to see this movie. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, but, but they added some crazy cast members that, that, that are mostly going to be blue alien. Sam Worthington they is added Vin Diesel. Oh, that's oh the there only we go. Reason. That's the As only Groot? reason. Uh, and also Michelle Yeoh. Oh, you know I love her. Oh, Jemaine Clement. <laughs> Kate Winslet. <laughs> Again, are these? Is this real? Are you being serious I, about is this? this? Or you just, this is according to. A media source. Uh, 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 a I'm media. Just, that was so uh, sketchy. <laughs> a media source, <laughs> as in. If it's on phone. Twitter, you can't trust it <laughs> these days. Look, look. I, I gotta say, I just, I, if this would have came out six years ago, maybe I would have cared. Coming out twelve years, thirteen years after four, fourteen, right? Fourteen years after, uh, you know. It, it just Bridget has graduated college and now the movie's out. Yeah, it's, no, this this doesn't sound like a good time. This sounds like like wow, why'd you wait so long? Forget that. Okay, I, my rebuttal is I will see it in the movie theaters in 3D because I know how good of a tech technician James Cameron oh, is, look, and he knows it, how to tell a story visually. Sure. So even uh, and listen, the first one is mostly forgettable for like Sam Worthington is a boring person. <laughs> like he is not a, a charismatic. Yeah, but Sigourney leader. Weaver. Then, but then we get Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver, Weaver who scares all, me. Yeah, she now she's awesomely scary. Yeah, intimidate is how I would put it. She's yeah, I would say intimidating. intimidating. Her, her, and Linda Hamilton, and uh, I, I would uh, be more than willing to throw uh, uh, Angela Bassett in there too. Especially after mm-hmm. Wakanda I Forever. see Angela Bassett, and I immediately just think, "Boss, she's amazing." Yeah. yeah. That's what, so anyway, that's it's what a good cast in the, the, as we discussed in this. It, I'm going to see it. And the trailer itself, let's just discuss the trailer. In 3D, it, it's fun to look at in 3D. Will sure. I completely forget Beautiful. everything about the movie after it's over? on a 3D ticket to see this? No. <laughs> I think I just like... Lucas is like, I already pre-booked it. No, not yet. I get but what I, Lucas I will. is saying. I really do. It, it sounds like it's, it's, it's a it's cinematic experience. Worth, and it's like yes. one of those things where it's probably worth the price of admission visually. And, and then, I could and get and on then honestly, if you don't see it in the theater, just don't see it because yeah. it's not going to yeah. be worth if, seeing. If they, if, they, if they put the original film, like they've done a couple re-releases over the years, if they do it again, a re-release of the original, and they offer it in 3D or IMAX or whatever, I, think I they, will make sure to go see it. Which I'm sure they, they probably are doing it right now. Them. Or something like that, yeah. Well, uh, actually, I think you're you're not wrong, Lucas. I think they did it last year, and that's why Avatar once again surpassed Endgame, uh, like, yeah. Endgame as the number one. You know, yeah, yeah James Cameron was movie. not happy about that. I will that. say James Cameron needs to be on top. Yeah. Yeah. But that he, guy knows how to make a technically good movie. Like, no, he does. That'll look really and does. sound great. I mean, he does. And, he, and the way they film underwater photography and like he pushes the genre and and what's capable yeah. all the he time. Also for, yeah, he made all of his actors undergo breath training. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, uh, he's a psychopath. Everything he's done outside of the abyss has been like, uh, Dude, like top ten box office, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's absurd. Yeah. It's so absurd. That's why I'm willing to trust in Cameron and go see in the theater and know that if I missed it, I might as well just never watch it. So anyway, that end of rant. Okay. <laughs> what you is know, everybody else That saying? is fairly convincing. I think the thing that bothers me is that there are 
at least five movies. <laughs> so um, he says. Or like four in addition to the original. There's like supposed to be right three, four, and five spread out over the course of the next like ten years. <laughs> well, if he goes bust and this one gets nobody sees it, then you don't have to watch those ones because they just won't finish him. <laughs> yeah, that's Dang. true. I just, how can you write that many movies ahead? <laughs> At least they're planning them out because, on like Star Wars. <laughs> because it's all superficial. <laughs> You're sacrificing plot for visual effects. And don't get me wrong, that's that could be fine yep. as long as you're not trying okay. to push it as something bigger. Big ol' yep. So we have the visual effects thing, but is anyone else not a little creeped out by the blue people? Yes. Mm-hmm. Especially if yeah, you're telling was. me they're having sex with their tails. <laughs> Who would want to see that? Actually, I'll, I'll I'm, I'm going to take that back. A lot of people would want to see that. A lot of people. <laughs> well, there's a, a lot of people, of people that pay just just to see that. Just, just to, to see that. that. It's true. Well, there's a lot of cultures online. Trust okay. me. Okay. Well, we have like three more trailers to cover. So what do you guys think? Trash, treasure, or hey, that looks okay. You know, just based on the trailer uh, and the fact that I don't care, I'm putting it as trash. We got one trash can. Will this be a dumpster fire? Let's see. I'm going to say, hey, that looks okay. Um, I'm going to say trash because it also threw me off just before Black Panther 2. <laughs> Okay, because of the blue people. Yeah, the blue people. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say trash because it's irrelevant to me. So there's a recycling bin. I might toss in the recycling bin. Um, because it's like a blue bin, blue people. But we're gonna go. I feel like this is already all to eat your words. Well, to eat your words when you see them. I am more than happy to eat crow when when something unexpected and eat surprising blue crow. comes along. I will eat okay. blue crow. Okay. Okay. Um, I think let's do let's do Guardians last because that'll take us into the holiday special. Oh yeah, good segue. Um, okay. So let's do let's do Indy Five. Let's do Indy Five. Okay. Since you are this is your beat, Brogan. It is my scoop, beat. Brogan. Scoop, Brogan scoop over here. Brogan. Uh, kick us off with this, okay. if you don't mind. So we were graced with the trailer to Indiana Jones Five, which we also now have a title for, which is Indiana Jones dial of destiny which to me just sounds like the corniest name ever like it sounds like a fifth grade educational history video game that i played on my computer back in the day dial yes, of destiny dial. Where, where no no see what what happened what happened where indiana jones went from indiana jones and the temple of doom indiana jones and the last crusade hold on Raiders of the Lost Ark wasn't even called Indiana Jones. It was just a badass name. Yeah. Raiders, Raiders of the, the Lost, Lost Ark, Ark featuring Indiana Jones. The Dial of Destiny, do they mean like a dial that tells you some information in a circular fashion? I thought it was like soap for washing ring your ring. hands or something. <laughs> this is soap. <laughs> I mean, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was, a, was an awful movie, but mm-hmm. you know what? That's an awesome it's name. It's a good name. Kingdom of the Crystal yeah. Skull. It means- dial of Destiny? Anyway. Come on, guys. It's not exciting? No. I thought of okay, the dialing other- phone. See, the rest see- of the... The rest of the names have like a little bit of, you know, scary. Pinoche. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Flair has some like, flair. Like, oh, flair. Like, yeah. Oh, that's that's that sounds interesting. Dial of Destiny. Like I said, it sounds like a fifth grade educational video game. Like Dial of Destiny. Yee, let's go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> name two out of ten. Negative two out of ten. Um, <laughs> so, I don't go that far, else? but yeah, it's 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 not. Really it's not like a great it. name. I really One don't out of like him. it. I really don't like the title. Um, As far as the trailer goes, um, you know, I I appreciate 
Indiana Jones sense of humor. I always liked the humor throughout the movies. And they did put a lot of humor in this. Um, negative points. They de-aged Harrison Ford. Yep. Okay. Yep. I wanted to hear Half about it. This trailer seemed to be animated. Well, yep. So, so the entire thing looked animated. Well, like not just Harrison, but yeah. There, there's there's a lot of rumors now floating online that with the uh, title reveal, that they feel like this is going to be somewhat dealing with time travel. And if that's the case, oh, get out of here! Get I I out of I lost here. too much of my stomach on Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls to go in with this. Okay, my issue. My issue with Indiana Jones, it, it was mostly with Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, is because they teetered on this, like, they went from action-adventure and they leaned almost too hard into fantasy. Like, I felt mm-hmm. like, at least with... Became, like, um, fantasy sci-fi. Yeah. Like, The Last Crusade, when they were dealing... Wait, was it Last Crusade that they're doing with the 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 grail ghost? The cup. Yeah, the cup. No, no, the, 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 the grail, the ghosts were, was uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Ra- the no, no, cup no, no, no. was the old no, knight. The, the old knight. No, they the had the knight who was. Yeah. You know, but it's not a ghost. It wasn't a ghost. But he was a real they dude. Always leaned into the fantasy, but at least in the original trilogy, it teeters. It yeah. teeters, and it wasn't the main focus. And but it was just like enough where you like it. It worked. It worked for the mm-hmm. era. It worked mm-hmm. for the storylines, and you were like, you know what? I could see something spooky like this happening if this were like legit. Um. Came of the Crystal Skull just went totally overboard for me. I mm-hmm. hate how they did that. It, like, it was a good first half. The, the first half of the movie was a solid Indiana Jones. And then once uh, Shia LaBeouf goes swinging through the jungle, is like, okay, if this is as, as weird oh, as it wait, gets. So Shia LaBeouf has been in these films. Just He's one. In the fourth one. Just one. Yeah. Just, just in oh, okay. And like once he started swinging through the jungle on the vines, I was like, okay, as long as this gets is as weird and wacky as it gets, we're fine. And that's not where it stopped. That's it did not stop there. It not stop there. I will say that the action, like, was pretty decent throughout the movie, but just the plot just totally took deep dive over. You're the, talking about the Crystal Falls. Skull, yes. right? Yes. Okay. And that's what I'm a little nervous about for this. If they even like go towards time travel, like that's just terrible. Like that's really mm-hmm. just a terrible idea. For me, Indiana Jones works when when the whole idea of he's an archaeologist, so he's exploring these ancient cultures, and it's like, what if their religion and stuff was real? Yes, right. Like that. Like that's what's that, cool about. Yes, that's not like time travel. Exactly. And, that's why. That's uh, why Raiders of the Lost Ark yeah. was good. That's why Temple of Doom was good, and that's why Last Crusade was good. That's how they explored it, and it worked. It worked because it was like, yeah. uh, you know, there is some, you know, mysticism out there. And let yeah. it let it, let it be like oh but well like, maybe the reason why it's been lost is because of this mysticism and people aren't can't shouldn't use yeah. this. But it was still based. Like, in that's reality, the tone it needs though. to hit. But it was still they based yeah. it hard in reality first. Yes, they that's the whole idea. That. Yeah. It's, it's all real. It's yeah. all yeah. real except for that one little sliver. Yes. And but the idea is it's not the X Files, right? Like it, the X Files. It, it seems like that's what they're doing with this one, maybe, and that would be a little disappointing. Granted, we don't know yet. We haven't seen the actual story. They didn't reveal too much of the plot in this trailer, which I'm okay with. I like when they stay mysterious. Uh, the things that bothered me about the trailer was the the de aging and the and Harrison Ford and like you said, the he like turns around to the camera at one point, and I'm like, this yeah. my dad's like 80 years old. That's how he walks because he's an 80 year old man. Yep. He should not be an action hero, you know. Yeah. So anyway, did did anybody here see the Scorsese one? Uh, the Irishman, whatever the oh yeah yeah yeah. Is that the name oh. Of it? No, I oh don't, my I god! Bring myself to it. I saw in the theaters, and uh, 
the de-aging like on Robert De Niro not only was weird to look at on the screen, but then you'd see him walk and he'd look young, but he'd yep. move like an yes. 80-year-old man. And yes. so, the, and that's what I'm really worried about with this Harrison Ford de-aging stuff where it just feels disappointing to me. We'll see. I'm going to, I'm still going to see it, but I'm not like, some of my worst fears seem to be coming true with what they're doing. <laughs> Cast. Yes. Recast. Yes. Like, I, I'm excited about the fact that Phoebe Waller-Bridge is in this because I think she's Yes, wonderful. good addition, right? And I think that they will have good banter. Like, I just feel like their dialogue between her and Harrison Ford will be good. Like, mm-hmm. And I think that there will be some, like, fun moments that we love about Indiana Jones in this. I think there will definitely be moments that I love coming out of it. But at the same time, like, to me, nothing will ever be the original trilogy. Like, it's just so no, nostalgic. It's just, oh, it's just so, like, the original trilogy is just gold to me. It is. Um, and I, I think yeah. they could recapture it, but they have to let Indy not be the action hero. Let him be. Let Indiana, him, let it go. I was going to say, let, 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 let him be his father. Let him be. Uh, mm-hmm. Sean Connery. Yeah. Or Henry. Yeah. Uh, right. I was, I was, I'm trying to think of the. Uh, Henry Jones. No, no, but uh, the other guy who helps him out in like every single Marcus. Yeah. yeah, no, no, not Marcus. Got lost in his own museum. <laughs> not, anyway. not Marcus. Oh, you mean Sulla. Is that his name? Sulla. Yeah, from the original one, from the Egyptian. Yeah, Gimli. The guy who helps out. Yeah, Gimli, yeah. the actor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't remember his name. Yeah, right who's now. in this, by the way? Who? Is, yeah, his voice begins the trail. Got to tell you, when they first started, I was getting excited because you hear Sulla's voice, mm-hmm. and it's a cool setting, like they, how they're setting it up. And then it just starts getting weirder and weirder. And Harrison Ford looks so old, and they they couldn't just yeah. make him an old professor. Like, yep. it's okay to be an old professor and then have a young Phoebe Waller Bridge, maybe, who's the action star. Like, there was a way to you're right, Norm, thread the needle on this, and and I'm worried that they didn't do it. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. that's why if if we're, we've gotten to the point where we're throwing it down. I'm going with trash again. Man, uh, starting the holidays off bad, but I'm going trash. I'm going to have to agree on this one. For me, this is looking trash. The trailer, I mean, Me at least. too, but especially because like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> it's very confusing. I mean, obviously it was going to lean confusing because they don't want to give too much away yet, much but away, still. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm going to go with... I'm going to give this one the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to go with, <laughs> hey, that looks okay. Because I'm still going to see it. Like, you know, it's got me just like, uh I'm still going to see it, but that looks like trash. Yeah. I will. So I did put this I when the trailer came out. It was like news. I did put it in one of my newscasts the other morning. Just nice. How was it received? I, I mean, I don't know. I are don't we really just, care. Are we the sourpusses? Is everybody else liking this and we're just the jerks? We're the Grinches over here? Yeah, honestly, like, let us know. I was, we, I did something cool, though. Like, we cut it so that it was like. Da, 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 we came like right out of the newscast like into the indie um, nice. theme song which I, I love um, I loved hearing it in the trailer yeah, gotta admit I mean, it's just, again it's just it like right. one of the best things ever uh oh they just did such a such a dramatic rendition of it with like the full orchestra and mm-hmm. I had just come from watching the Super Mario trailer which I don't think we're talking about but they did the same thing with the score where they like pull off the um, original video game uh, oh, you know Diddy and just Diddy's a good way to fully orchestrate and make it way too dramatic. Hmm? I said Diddy's a good way to describe that. <laughs> yeah, the jingle, yes, whatever you want to call like it. I like it. The theme, mm-hmm. the motif. So, so oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Emilia. Oh no, that was pretty much it. Just that I don't, I don't know how I feel about the their usage of the music. All right, 
should we go to the quantum realm now? Sure. Um, I'm actually excited for this one. Dude, can we talk about the trailer, though? Yeah. About how the use of... They're doing such a good job in this on Marvel. They'll take... We always talk about the pop song that's remixed, right? Yep. And typically, there was a formula that they would always do, like, slow it down, switch the gender of the singer, make it dramatic. Yep. No, like, this yeah, one... Black this, Widow. Yes, so many. Like, But now this time, they use Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, and it freaking works so well mm-hmm. in the trailer. Like, it, yeah. and it's So it's not somber. It's like it creates this whimsical feeling. And I have to admit, like, that's a really well-cut trailer. I... I I am excited for this movie mostly because Kang's in it. <laughs> and, uh, so I'm like, yeah, we finally get a good, good baddie. Uh, like they're building towards him. And we had a great, you know, introduction of him in uh, low key season two or season one. And uh, so I was, this trailer looks good. Granted, I'm a little worried about once they get to the quantum realm, it's going to be all CGI, mm. like running around on a set CGI. But, but you, you are going to be okay with that with avatar yeah <laughs> i guess avatar that's the point yeah no avatar yeah like there will be lucas is like i only it'll, want no because it'll be james cameron directing uh the visual feast so sure granted the story will probably the story will probably be better in this one <laughs> you know I, i'll give it that I, I i think that's a valid concern but i will also say they've been working on this ant-man movie for so long i feel like well covid didn't help covid didn't yeah. help but I, I i feel like i want to give them the benefit of the doubt when it comes to special effects Oh. Well, and I and the Ant Man series has been really good, like really. Consistent. It's been first, fun. They're been fun. Yeah, I also think fun. that exactly. the first two, I think they're underrated. I think a lot of people definitely like no one really has anything bad to say about them. It's just one of those things where you're like, oh yeah, like Ant Man. But he comes. Those in are the and he most crossover it. appeal Marvel movies. Yes. Like those are the ones I can get non Marvel fans to watch because mm-hmm. they're fun and lighthearted. They're fun, and lighthearted. They they have but some they have cool heart. effects. There's some Absolutely. heart there. Yeah. Yeah, I, no. I, yeah. Paul Rudd is. Ironically, I think that was one of the first. Ant Man One was maybe mm-hmm. one of the first Marvel movies I saw. Good introduction. Yeah. And it's probably one of the reasons you kept watching, right? Because it was like an easy watch. Yeah, yeah. It was with and Paul Rudd's charming. Funnily enough, I was, I was with my uh, friend and and his parents, and like his parents hated it. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. My parents Which made you like it fun. even more. Like, oh, they hate it. Forget it. I love it. <laughs> Yeah. My time, Dad. I think. Well, I think what because they like you. You just said Norm. They've been very fun, more lighthearted Marvel films. But I, I think this one is going to take a turn. I think this is going to be darker, a little heavier yeah, than like what they're we trying used to, to for Ant Man. Yeah, they're definitely trying to push that with uh, with Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, yeah, her whole entire spiel and throughout this trailer. Uh, but at the same time. It's it's causing a lot of questions within the community about like wait a minute if there's all this other stuff down there then why does it does she, does she seem like she hasn't addressed this or told them hey there's a, a big problem here like there's a bunch of questions and and whatnot so I I kind of like understand that and yeah I mean I still me want to see what they do with the 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 actual movie and yeah. you know, before I judge too harshly on that. Uh, thing is i was i was thinking about this like michelle Pfeiffer, how awesome she is and i was like this is you know what happens with actors now in their careers you're like now you're kind of a sub character you're a side character in the ant-man series yeah and and which was why black panther was saying how 
exciting as it was to see some of those characters get to be center stage. So maybe they'll put her more in the forefront. I hope so. Sure. I mean, Michelle Pfeiffer is such a good actor. Well, It'd be a shame not to like give her something juicy and fun to do. I think something too, though. I think what makes Marvel so good and so well-rounded sometimes is because they pull in these A-listers to play oh, yeah. said side characters. You know, as long as they give them some some stuff to do, you know, I get frustrated though how sometimes they'll just be there and then yeah. they're gone and they didn't really get mm-hmm. much of a story. Granted, you know, we've talked about it. it's you only have a limited time, especially in a movie. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm all right. So I, I one of the things I want to point out is how some of the shots when they did reveal Kang and some of the visuals in this does l- look enticing. Like mm-hmm. some of the characters they introduce, I'm like, what? Who the heck is this guy? Uh, maybe Norm can shed some light. Is there anybody that's like well, a deep cut for a reveal in the trailer? I mean, yes and no. Uh, we see, first off, uh, Cassie Lang, Scott's daughter, has been oh, was, recast. Yes, that, I was going to ask I that. Still, did not look like it was I the same so actor. I feel so bad about that situation. Is, is yeah, child this, actors. You never know. know. Maybe they like got out of the biz. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because but, no, so no. the girl that played Cassie, they had a different actress play Cassie at that age. In mm-hmm. Endgame, and they mm-hmm. recasted her. They didn't yep. recast. Oh, to keep her younger? Or no, to... no. And, and now Catherine Newton. She was in Supernatural. Really? Yep. She was one of the one of the girls uh, at the end. The the daughters of Jody. Jody's daughters. Um, but she was one of those. Fair enough. She's now the new Cassie Lang, and that's interesting because you also see her suit up. She is going to be coming in as Stature, one of the young Avengers. Oh, okay. She doesn't have a bug name? What is up with that? I didn't make the rules. <laughs> I didn't know we had even more Young Avengers. Oh, I we have we more Young Avengers coming. There's a lot more coming? Okay. Like a mosquito. But still, that's most of them. Or fly. Or ladybug. There's literally like millions of different or... bugs we could be naming. <laughs> yeah, these are, these are from home, um, from the actual heroes from the boys. Dragonfly. The list is endless, for real. So she, she's definitely in it. Um, we also know that William Jackson Harper is in it, and he's going to be playing N, who should be an, a weird-looking alien. Oh, nice. Is that who uh, we see shrank down in the quantum realm? I think so. I think that's okay. who that was. Well, apparently MODOK is also supposed to be in this because of the merch. Is Pat Oswalt going to be voicing MODOK? They're, they haven't said. It would be a disappointment. And if, we know uh, Bill Murray is going to be in this. Obviously. Yeah, which I don't know. Didn't he get canceled? <laughs> is he allowed to be in it? Uh, I they don't CGI know. replace him? I think we're past canceled. That was so 2021. We're so post-canceled. <laughs> there, there, there's probably going to be a lot canceled of... Canceled is uh, canceled. <laughs> there's going to probably be a lot of uh, cameos in this here and there. So Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited to see Michael Douglas again. I'm a huge Michael Douglas fan. And I mean, look, all I know is at some point in this movie, uh, Michael Pena, who plays Luis, has to come out and recap something for us. Yes. Or at least just be in it. I love that. No, 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 no. He, he, perfect. He not only has to be in it, but he has to recap one thing. Now it's such a thing. I don't care. I love it. I knew something. (laughs) Like Endgame, the past five years. Like, I just think it would be funny hearing that from his perspective. Like the snap and then everything up until. That's, Listen, it could look, be used right. I, it, if he recaps, it has to be done in a different context. But yeah, okay. Look, yeah, I, yeah. I would love it if, you know, Marvel puts out those assembled videos about the behind the scenes, whatnot. They should have its 
own series where Luis just recaps movies for We've us. We've said this. Mm-hmm. We've said this. I think it would be a very good idea. A short. Yeah, short. So, I mean, I think that this trailer is a treasure. I'm, I agree. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in there with you, too. Treasure. Treasure? Yeah, I agree. Uh, and for me, it's really the the how they also cut the trailer with the music is just really well done. Mm-hmm. And I hope they keep keep that up. So, yeah, I agree. This one, even though I have some reservations for the actual movie, I don't care. The trailer was great. It gave me living with yourself vibes because of the, the music and the Paul Rudd. <laughs> I love it. Yep. Yeah. So on that note, that brings us to our final trailer of this segment today. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3, Face the Music? I'm pretty sure that's what it was, what people were Hashtag saying. Hashtag Bill and face Ted ripoff. Are Bill and Ted making an appearance? Will Keanu Reeves <laughs> make it to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? The world may They're, never know. Everyone keeps saying that um, they want him in there, so I wouldn't be shocked if they try. I mean, I know we're going to talk about it after this, but I mean, like really like kevin bacon was the earth hero like keanu reeves man like how many times has he saved the universe that would be an interesting uh game to play is like try to figure out who saved the universe the most honestly i'm surprised it wasn't arnold schwarzenegger he might be up there you don't know we'd have to do the math on it well he definitely saved mars (laughs) it would make sense sylvester stallone is already in guardians of the galaxy so it couldn't be him oh yeah Again, what I said about the previous trailer, they used the Space Hog so- song in this, and it works. Oh, yeah. I'm like, you that know. A, that's a good song. The, that's what I mean. Like, the, I've been impressed with Marvel's uh, marketing department. They've been putting out some good trailers. I'll give them that. Good choice of music. I uh, like the editing on this one as well. It's exciting, right? This was, you know, I was not really that excited for this movie. Uh, I love the Guardians, but it was like abstractly not something I was really that thinking about too much. But this trailer looked cool. Like it was, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Emotional. I think like Guardians kind of. I didn't, I didn't get turned off from Guardians, but like, I, I don't know. Like they were. Sp- I thought they were going to be more involved in Thor. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was kind Thor. of a yeah. And not then so much. I kind of forgot they were in the movie until I listened to our episode about it, and then I was like, oh wait, they were in the beginning of the movie. And so then I they were like, wasted in yeah, that. They, such, yeah, they were not used, utilized enough. And then, like, I just feel like we missed out on a lot of them in the last, like, in Endgame and stuff because it was focusing more on, like, the core Avengers mm-hmm. versus, you know, like, mm-hmm. the Guardians. Even though they were intertwined, it just, we missed a lot of, you know, airtime with them. Um, so it's been a bit since we've spent a long time with all of them. And I mean, I know we're going to talk mm-hmm. about the holiday special, but even then, like that's so small compared. It's to- not all of them, yeah. Oh, is it? Mm. It is, but something interesting about this, which is, uh, you know, the first one was them gathering together, and it was more like, I guess, Gamora's backstory, really. Then volume two it, it was, was also them was uh, Peter Quill's, and then now it seems mm-hmm. like this one's going to be focusing on Rocket's backstory. Yes. Which is interesting to me because in the comic books they 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 do go over it eventually, but not enough, in my opinion. So, I, I think uh, focusing on this would be a very interesting way to go, and therefore could. Be I think Rocket really nice. is universally one of the best characters that's beloved by all, and I think it's a smart choice. 
It's also the last time we'll have Drax in a mu- uh, movie because uh, David Batista has even said that this is his last time mm-hmm. doing the role. Uh, so what I'm hoping for, and you just put your finger on it, is that A, we get to explore Rocket more in his backstory, which is great. He's a great character. And he's all CGI, baby. Uh, and then there's Drax, who I really think has... In some ways, he's just become a comic relief character. For sure. And the thing I liked about him in the first one is he was really dark. There's a darkness. There's a dark side of that character, a tragic side that I assumed we would get to explore at some point that they've really left off the table. So what I'm thinking is going to happen in this episode three, what is it? Uh, Volume three. Volume three is that we will see the death of Drax and it will be a a sad and emotional journey and at least it'll get to put the character to rest but also give him take back some of the seriousness of that character because let's be real the reason the guardians worked the first one look at james gunn what he does well he makes good ensembles Mm -hmm. like look at peacemaker i mean the guy knows how to direct ensembles to get characters who are in a scene with tension and humor and just how they work together so i'm i I have high hopes for this one scooby-doo the mystery game. Scooby-Doo. Come Please on. Scooby-Doo. stop Come on. with the Scooby-Doo stop. every time we mention James Gunn. Because those movies are so good. <laughs> they are ridiculously good. Every time. Every time we bring up <laughs> James so Gunn, it has good. to go to Scooby-Doo. Can we stop? <laughs> no, because Scooby-Doo has no business in being that good. One and two. They have absolutely no business being that good, but they are. Okay. okay? Even okay. You can't well, deny it, Norm. Even I so, have garbage taste, and I know those movies are good. Okay. So, Lucas, you bring it up. James Gunn does do uh, good ensembles, but also Marvel casts really well. All their films yes, are just what really well consistently. Cast. And I gotta say, uh, a casting choice that I kind of like, I had to like leer at it when I first saw it was Will Poulter as Adam Warlock. But yeah, seeing him on screen though. He looked exactly I mean, he looked, like looked cool. Adam Warlock, yeah. so props I know, to I've, them. I'm holding my breath on it just to see. I want to see what they do with his character. Granted, you're right. Like I knew that we'd be in good hands because they are very good at casting, mm-hmm. but uh, we'll see how he does. Um, I, that is one thing that I'm just not on. I'm not convinced yet. Mm-hmm. He might look good. How is the actor going to bring it? We'll see. Well, yeah. I will say but they didn't show any acting. It was just an image. Yeah. I will say that this this music that they used for this I really liked. We just we already mentioned that, but I mean yeah. like Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two soundtrack is like by far one of my favorite soundtracks to listen to. So I'm excited to mm-hmm. see what they. I do thought for one volume was better. Uh, I don't know. Volume I, like, I also liked one better. I like but, no, but they're the both good. They're both good. I'm not saying they're both good. I'm just saying I think one was better. Fair enough. Well, I yeah, I like James Gunn. He also brings uh, some deep deeper cuts. Yeah, him. Like Peacemaker had some great deep cuts in oh, it that you're just yeah, you're not used to seeing. Yeah. Him and Dave Jordan work really well together. I think Dave Jordan's doing a great job over at Marvel slash Disney uh, in general. Mm-hmm. But uh, him and James Gunn, when they get together, they they really put a playlist together. Yeah. So what do you guys think? Trash. I'm gonna go with Treasure again. Hey. Same. I'm 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 going the polars this one. Two 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 trashes early, two treasures to end. Dang. Yeah, I think I agree. I mean, just I I also think it's nice that we're sticking with everything that made the first two movies great with James Gunn, but also like deepening. Because you're right. Like I was starting to get a bit sick of Chris Pratt, <laughs> and uh, so I I want to see it take itself a little bit more seriously. Yeah, I'm going to say Treasure mm-hmm. too, And also, too, so I, I looked it up. So the first Guardians came out in 2014. 
the second 2017, three years between. So now it'll be six year gap between the second one mm-hmm. and the third one. Which, I mean, that's a lot of time. Wow, that long. Damn you, COVID! Yeah. So, that's a, I mean, that's a pretty big gap between a trilogy like that. I mean, it's not, you know, Avatar 2, but, you know, it's a big <laughs> okay, gap. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's, yeah, definitely not. Definitely or or, or The Matrix. Uh, what was the last one that just happened? Re-something or other? Nobody... Re- no- Re- re- rebooted? Re- Resurrections. Resurrections. The fact that they didn't call it Matrix Rebooted is kind of a R-word. missed opportunity. I had it with the... Re- 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 yeah. Um, but, well, I mean, that's no... Diff- d- d- time between um, the latest Game of Thrones book and the next one. <laughs> the next one that will never you're, come out. You're never yeah. going to let that one go, are you? I mean, I okay, won't. That, but... might, that could be an eternity, you know? Oh my God. It's a lifetime. Not in this lifetime. <laughs> well, since we've already sticking with Guardians of the Galaxy, we might as well stay in this universe um, and talk about the one and only Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday special. <laughs> I'm just going to start out with saying James Gunn understood the assignment. <laughs> yes, agreed. <laughs> That's what I wanted to come here to talk about this evening, about this holiday special, is I'm actually happy to see holiday specials return. I like, like it. It's a good thing. I enjoyed and it. James Gunn understood what a holiday special is. He really did. Uh, I want to say that this really felt like one of those Marvel offshoot one-off comics that you get. Yes, I was thinking that the whole time. It's a little out there, is self-contained, uh, really mm-hmm. goes by the hip, like it's it's loose, and this is very loose, but it's entertaining, and this was that perfectly. And it has heart. Mm-hmm. Like it, so yeah. the thing that makes a holiday special work is you have to believe it. <laughs> it's like you have to believe in the Christmas spirit, damn it. Like, that's the only way you can pull it off, is if you can be silly and jokey and make fun of it, but at the end of the day, you have to believe in the spirit of Christmas. Uh, you don't need and to this see one does. to believe, you need to believe to see. Yes! I, yeah, I Are you quoting was... the Santa Claus to me? I thought it was Elf. No, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It's every single holiday it's, special, yeah, it's like and every I love it. holiday special. Well, I gotta say, like, I didn't, like, I didn't grow up with holiday specials. The only thing that like I can think of that everyone talks about is like that one-off Star Wars cartoon. Oh God, life, yes. life Day or whatever. Yeah, it is. Life yeah, Day, yeah, yeah, yeah. that whole thing. Have you watched this, by the way? No, oh, I have God, never seen it. No. I have never seen it. So bad. But, um, we so should bad. review it for our Mark Hamill say, and the Golden thing. Yeah, no. Uh, it's so wack. It's it's trippy. There's like 20 minutes of Wookies just dancing and talking in Wookie language with no subtitles. Speaking of which. It's like insane, dude. There is, the opening musical number in this particular thing went on way too long. That that could have been okay. that could have been wait, wait, cut. Wait, wait, wait. So I was gonna note the music that for a for Christmas music and it had two original songs and it was like pretty good Christmas music. <laughs> yeah, it's very hard to find. Well, I will say <laughs> that I was like getting a little nervous because. I didn't want the train wreck of the Avengers musical that we got last year around <laughs> this time uh, in mm-hmm. Hawkeye. Um, the extended cut didn't need to see that. But Mm-mm. like I said, though. Oh, my God. I almost forgot that happened. <laughs> Emily and Black. Oh, I remember. I'm, I just am rewatching <laughs> Hawkeye for the, the holidays. But so am I. I loved Hawkeye yeah. last year because it was just like perfect. The timing, the season. I loved it being in the Christmas setting. It just was wonderful. So I, I that's why I think this was just amazing because it's just short and it's sweet and it's like exactly what you need this time of year. 
like Werewolf by Night was really cool. Mm-hmm. That was, was also like, it was perfect. This is what Marvel should Halloween, do. Exactly what we needed. And this the same. I felt the same way about watching this. I was like, this is exactly what we should be watching right now because it's doing the assignment. As Norm said, you a holiday special has a few ingredients that you have to have. Mm-hmm. One is like, it has to be like the spirit of Christmas, right? They have like, even though they're on a space, there has station, to be whatever. holiday hijinks. Yes, there's be. hijinks. Yeah, and this the one had a lot. Oh, sorry, go on. No, no, no. I please. I'm gonna just talk the whole time about it if you don't <laughs> interrupt me. <laughs> I was gonna say the only details that I would would complain about are the details that make it feel any detail that makes it feel any bit less self-contained. So, like, <clears throat> whenever they would reference anything about outside of just their world in that moment, mm-hmm. I was like, huh. So this the whole. I I don't know if these are spoilers. <laughs> And I would it's say no. fine. Uh, I would say no. Spoil away. We 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 talked about like, this. It's fine. Go ahead. But yeah, like Mantis saying, like, "Oh, I'm his sister." Well, I can't remember if they revealed that or if that is a reveal here. That was a reveal. And then it was a reveal. Okay, and then Bucky's arm <laughs> showing up. Yeah, that's really inside funny. baseball. But I was like, this makes it feel less like a Christmas special. <laughs> but that's that's the idea. The Christmas special has absolutely nothing to do with whatever else is going on with everything, which is why I, I think. James Gunn understood the assignment. The one thing that I actually really enjoyed about this, uh, shockingly, was they finally gave Drax real power. Like, you finally mm-hmm. saw him, like, like oh, right, this is how he's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he's getting shot by the bullets and giggling. And, and like, tickling the like, me up, man. I was dying laughing. I'm going to yeah. pee myself. So Stop. <laughs> no, he was, and he grabs the little man, the little elf. The little from, elf. I mean, the, the comedy was great. And I love that we got to follow Mantis and Drax. That, you know, two of my yeah. favorite characters we get to actually spend time with who are the leads of this <laughs> Wait, the show, which they, was surprising. When they go to the bar and they're like, is Kevin Bacon here? And then they have all this yeah. cash from like on being on the street. And then they just like lay it all over the bar. They're like, give us your and they just finest get refreshment. Wait. Like, I'm like, yeah, that libations. would libation. I was like, that would happen. They have no idea what money is. They're just like coming no. with all this dough. Well, they've been on Earth before. And especially, you know, they, they've been around on Earth. so They, they know the idea know. of money. The idea yeah, they, they and they yeah. definitely, because they were going to get credits, right, for the uh, the power orb and whatnot. In yeah, but it's first. like when you have Monopoly money, you're like, how much is this worth? Sure. Like, woohoo. So what I loved about... Uh, them going around and people wanting to take pictures of them, thinking they were like cosplayers to like take pictures mm-hmm. with, was the fact that we found out that uh, Marvel somewhat exists Owns the GoBots. In yeah, I will say <laughs> somewhat exists in the GoBot universe because <laughs> apparently uh, a GoBot killed Drax's dad. Was that what it was? Yeah, I think that's what he yeah, said. Yeah, but, but stop. But I, I didn't know GoBots. Pretty stuff. Who owns the Steve, rights to GoBots? Which Mantis Disney. is like Steve, and then she thinks oh, yeah, Steve. Like Steve is and <laughs> tackles the Captain it's America cute. cosplayer. And she's like, Steve, I can't it, believe you're still here. It was adorably funny. It was adorably yeah. funny. Um, adorably funny, yeah. And I, I thought that the, those scenes, again, it was completely one of those stup- stupid offshoots of a holiday special where you're like, oh, God, I can't believe this is happening. And you just laugh. But, yeah, but... and and. Emily has pointed out, like, and then they cut to the holiday song, which they always do, mm-hmm. and they were pretty good. Like, I liked them. I was like, if this came on the holiday radio station, I'd be happy to have something new and different to listen to anyway. I, and Kevin yeah. Bacon sang, Kevin and he Bacon, was pretty good. He, and he, he sang. Good. He sang. He can hold a tune. Yeah. Yeah. And we got Michael Rooker. We got Yondu back. I mean, for, it's, for I'm me, just, the whole thing, you know, it, like, in a rotoscope, cool, like, you know, Bakshi 
throwback. Yes. Uh, but we got a little bit of uh, Michael Rooker's always fun mm-hmm. to have back. And it made me realize how much I miss Yondu. I'm like, yeah, that's going to make the next Guardians not as fun because we're not going to have Yondu to kick around. I miss I also like Mary how they... Poppins, y'all. <laughs> I also like how they <laughs> retconned Robbins, the reason why Yandu liked the little uh, figurines yeah. was because Peter gave him one for, for and Christmas. And Peter got his year. guns yeah. from it. it was, see, that's, it, it's, a, it's a pretty good episode. And we get Nebula, who, again, good comedy relief. She's always used very well with comedy relief. Uh, you know, she got a good, couple of good moments, like the arm that she gets, the gift with Rocket was cool. Yeah. So, And we yeah. got very little Peter Quill, so that in its favor, I think. So he- And they had, um, they had, like, good characterization for... For characters that we um, basically haven't really spent any time, any real time with, mm-hmm. um, with Drax and Mantis, and I think I was especially happy about Mantis because, like, the we know su- we know basically nothing about her character and and mm-hmm. haven't spent any time with her, and she's always been she's always to me felt like annoyingly like a racial stereotype, and so this I think was severely needed so yes so one of the things you also got cosmo the dog by the way yes by the way so i'm I'm, i have two i have a couple issues um with the cosmo (gasps) thing cosmo is supposed to have a russian accent no russian accent wait yeah because it's me it's supposed to be the dog that went into space right like the i thought that the dog did have a it didn't sound like it to me if that was a russian accent it's made by it's played by maria Bakalova, so you would expect that she could actually pull it off by the name alone. It, it, if there was, it would have been in the last like two seconds. But the so. first time you saw, I was like, "Wow, come on!" At least a little bit heavier on the Russian accent, but whatever. It's pretty subtle. That's and true. then Emilia, to to uh, address what you're saying uh, about Mantis, her demeanor is supposed to be uh, spoiler alert. Um, I don't think this is ever going to happen. But like one of her powers is she can see into the multiverse. And because of that, she's confused about what timeline she's in a lot of times. So she has to wait till she speaks. And she's soft-spoken because she doesn't want to interrupt the time the, the, the time stream she's in. So that would be, like, a really cool thing to have, especially going into the multiverse saga. And it would be fun. Ta-da. It would have been yeah. fun to introduce it here. Like, they finally gave oh, Drax yeah. his powers. It would have been nice to see it here. And it would have explained oh, a ton about this character. But... Yeah, they gave her some some character. They they dove a little deeper into her character. They finally addressed the rumors that yes, she's definitely one of Ego's children, and because of her special powers, you know, he kept her alive, and therefore is half sister to Quill, which is which is I thought pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I liked it, and I think too that I love the first song where they're trying to explain what Christmas is. I think went that was too hysterical. long. You think it went too long? You're, it was a little too long, it but I could have been like two it. verses. Only need to be two verses. Okay, and then they but, can have a longer version for yeah, the extended cut. The music video. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And then I loved <laughs> for when they release on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. And then they did I, one little Easter egg. They did um, go back to um, a location. That was in the only other Marvel Christmas movie, and that was outside the Chinese theater, because that's where um, mm-hmm. Happy got basically bombed in Iron Man 3, the other oh, nice. uh, Marvel Christmas special. Um, so I loved that. <laughs> that's not a real easy. But that is where all the people dress up in costumes, yes. so yes. it makes sense. Yes, yeah. it is. I remember visiting there when I visited L.A., and I was like, 
this sucks. <laughs> oh, it's gross. And it's, it's around the corner from some really sketchiness. Uh, There's some great bars in that area, though. Next time you go, I'll send is, you. Uh, well, that's that's how uh, Drax Where? and, uh, and oh, Mantis. Yeah. <laughs> they, They're not they wrong. The There's some they really good dive bars like right in that area. That's yeah. hysterical. Wait, so so what, what's the, what happened to Bucky? <laughs> It's okay. So oh, he got a new arm. Yeah, right? he has a new Are arm. You worried? That, that didn't look like the Wakanda arm. That didn't look like the black and like with just, the gold trim arm. That looked like a, sure. that looks like a completely I, different arm. I'm just touched. I'm just a little touched that you're worried about him. Um, I wonder though if like the next time we see Bucky, the first line is going to be like they're going to make a reference to it. Be like, yeah, like High someone five. stole my arm. Like, <laughs> yeah, I woke up one morning, I didn't have my arm. Can you get me another one? Wait, but was that like a thing? Why, like, was that Rocky trying to steal his arm? Oh yeah, in, in yes, Infinity War. That was the joke. Yeah, he was like, okay, I want I in, in Endgame, okay, right? That's, Infinity War. I'm not War. crazy. I'm not crazy. Or Infinity War. Get that arm. Okay, that's I'm gonna actually get that that's arm. even funnier. Or like he's still a prototype or something. And again, these Christmas specials almost never had any impact on the real universes. So even if it, they're allowed to be kooky, my big question for this, and we haven't touched it, which I'm shocked, is how did everyone feel about Swole Groot? I thought oh. I loved it. A I little, loved it. I, I felt no. I felt a little awkward. Like, what's uh, all right? That's what. That's the direction they're going in. Okay. Uh, my only criticism. My first off, he's having a holly jolly time. Like, whatever yeah. he was drinking, whatever he was on, I want some of that because he was having a blast. He's my on only, the juice, clearly. <laughs> he's clearly on the juice, but uh, and 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 so that that might make some sense. Maybe they're giving him some miracle grow or something. But like his head is a little bit too big for his body. I think they just need to shrink it down just a little. That's that growth hormone, man. Yeah, It'll do that it to was you. Like a chia pet. He reminded me like a Diesel. Diesel doesn't have that big of a head. I know he has that no, big of an isn't ego. The thing that like, isn't the thing that like actors have big heads? It I mean, some they definitely do. look weird. Is this? Do, do only I know about this? No, no, you, you, no. It's, it's it's a thing, but like not to look all good on camera. You definitely have to have like alien like features. <laughs> People that look like, amazing on a two D image, you see them in real life. You're like, oh, okay. Like, like, you're still an attractive person, but okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it, trust. I've Rocky seen Dennison many, over here. <laughs> Sorry, that's a deep. That's a deep cut. Uh, oh, I will say the the one thing that I was like, would would Peter Quill have said this? When they bring Kevin Bacon to him in a box, he immediately jumped to, you human trafficked him? Like, that's human trafficking. And I was like, would, would he have even thought of that? He doesn't He doesn't always seem like the sharpest. No, 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 no. Well, f- first off, you got to remember a couple things. One, they had, for timing sakes, they had to get to the point pretty quickly. True. And yeah. two, um, he just saw his, um, I guess, childhood hero standing there in front of him and the two people that basically were like bringing him out were mantis and drax and we know these two characters he's not that dumb he can put he can put one and one together (laughs) it's possible that maybe they also don't have as much familiarity with the concept of human slavery yeah, I mean, for all you know, I don't there's know why a lot that might of be a little touch slavery. Going I don't on. know. I, I think uh, I think in Guardians One with the uh, the collector having slaves was frowned upon. Maybe it's not as like frowned upon. For this. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's the idea that they were they were trying to do something nice for Peter, and they didn't see it as like they they weren't kidnapping him forever. They just wanted you know Peter and him to get together for the holiday and they make the holiday Christmas spirit. special. Yep. They were just borrow. They were just temporarily human. Trafficking. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. So, 
as far as the holiday cheer meter goes, would you guys rate this? Bah humbug. Or did you experience some holly jolly moments in this viewing? I'm definitely going holly jolly. I'm going to say closer to holly jolly. Uh, there's only two. It's not a scale. Well, I mean, yeah. you, you, you could have it in between. I think it's A or B. <laughs> like, maybe oh, okay. neither the cup holly of Holly jolly or humbug. Then holly jolly, if it's categorical. <laughs> I would say absolutely holly jolly. It hits all my holly jolly uh, wants and needs for a holiday special. Yeah, I will definitely say holly jolly. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely adding this to the Christmas uh, roster. This this is going up there uh, yeah, with Marvel's, Hawkeye. I'm... Yes, I was just going to mention. I mean, Marvel's putting out some good seasonal content right now that will are good enough. And honestly, here's the sad truth of holiday specials. There's so many of them. So many of them are mediocre, and I still watch them. Yep. Because it's the season, mm-hmm. man. Tis, Tis, the season. Tis the season. So I will gladly watch this look, one. Look, there's... Just like I'm rewatching Hawkeye, which, by the way, better on the second watch. I agree. Bridget, I'm not kidding you. Because uh, there's... Things that they reveal in the later in the that you pay the attention story to that that are way more interesting on the front. So anyway, definitely go back and rewatch Hawkeye if you have some time this holiday. So make sure you guys subscribe to The Verse wherever you find your favorite podcast: Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Spotify, yeah, Spotify, Spotify, etc. Share us with a friend or on your social media pages and tag us. And maybe you'll even get a shout out here on our next episode. Until next time, if you want to follow me, Lucas Longacre, you can follow me at Luconian Logic on Twitter and on Instagram. You can follow me, Bridger Brogan, at Bridger Brogan16 on Instagram and Twitter. And if you want to follow me, Norm Felker, you can follow me on Twitter at random underscore white guy. If you want to follow me, you can find me on Twitter at EmilyAU. And finally, there's our producer, Stephen Prusikowski, who was last seen scouring the stores for a little man. He can be found on Twitter and on Letterboxd as at Filmsnork. Well, there's our music. Thanks for listening. Keep sending in those questions and comments on our Twitter page at The Versecast, and we will see you next time in The Verse. The Verse is presented by ScreenRadar.com and produced by Stephen Prusikowski. You know, last year we did uh, favorite and worst holiday songs. You want to do favorite um, Christmas special? Sure. Holiday special. I will start off if nobody else wants to. Go for it. Uh, I'm definitely going with It's a Wonderful Life. Wait, that's not a special. That's a movie. Ooh, okay, I have one. Well, holiday movie, holiday special, whatever. I thought we were saying TV specials. I think it should be I think TV special. Yeah, I think it should be movies. Too. Yeah, movies, mo- mo- oh, movies and specials. Favorite, cri- your go-to Christmas watch. <sighs> That's super hard. It's a whole month of watching. Norm. It's a whole month of watching, but you know you have like at least two favorites that you're like, ah, come on. Well, I actually haven't seen a lot, but um, <gasps> That's okay. But I, I've seen some, like enough that, uh, whoa, this list has black mirrors white christmas on it which i think is wild to, <laughs> See, add, uh, I, yeah. to consider a christmas special <laughs> no i love that stuff um but mine would have to be how the grinch stole christmas which one by the classic way? the anim- the classic animated the one. the classic animated one okay
Yeah. I, uh, the, the, yes. the Jim Carrey one, I didn't hate as much as a lot of other people do, but the new animated one was not as good. Yes, there is a new animated one. Uh, well, this one holds a special place in my heart. So Fair. Absolutely. It's, which, by the way, is voiced by Boris Karloff, uh, who sings the, the uh, Grinch songs. I mean, that, that animated Grinch special is incredible. Mm-hmm. It's such a good like, really artistic is. achievement, and it definitely needs to be watched every year. For me, on the same vein, is I have to watch the all the Rankin and Bass, like Ru- Rudolph especially, that's like number one, like that has to be watched. Uh, but, and then on the other flip side, it's like I have to watch Die Hard. <laughs> you know? So it's like, it's not I mean. Christmas, like Christmas until you... Hans Gruber falls from Nakatomi Tower. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Welcome to the party, pal. Yeah, I have to watch it every year, but like, but I need both of those. I need, I need both sides of the spectrum. Like sure. The, the cute and then also the violent. Um, so, you know, Shane Black is also uh, really guilty of all of his movies take place during Christmas, but like Nice Guys is. Uh, the list is endless. Listen, Frasier has a, a ton of episodes that I put on every year. Lucas, we asked, so for, many good... we asked for your favorite, not a whole list. I said, no, I said. I'm just saying why it's hard for me. I know. So I said Rudolph and Die Hard, if I could pick two. But if I had to pick one, I'd just say Rudolph. Mm-hmm. Screw it. I'll go for a cute, ho- uh, like, nostalgic Christmas time as a so child. So I will say, like, Lucas, I have to watch all those. Like, as far as Christmas special goes, like, I have to watch those. Uh, you know, Santa Claus is coming to town. Like, it's probably my yep. favorite. Oh, I love that one too. Uh, yeah. Okay, but as far as like specials goes, my head immediately went to like special holiday episodes of my favorite TV series. Mm-hmm. The Golden Girls, Twas the Nightmare Before <sighs> Christmas, season two. It's such that's a good, a good one. They go to the grief counseling center, and a Santa holds them hostage with a gun. And the episode it has like one of the most beautiful endings to an episode I've ever seen. It makes me cry every time because yes. it just makes you think about you know what's important. It's it's not about what you get for Christmas. It's about the people you're surrounded with and being with the people that you love and love you the most. And it's just so beautiful. And it snows in Florida. And it's an amazing episode. Br- you've never- Bridget, Bridget coming you just in. won the Holly Jolly Award. Yeah, Bridget coming in with the golden, the, the golden ticket here. Nice. <laughs> I'm going to watch that tonight with my wife. I'm going to put that on. It's good. And you're just going to we're so going to have good. a merry oh, wait, Christmas. I just thought about it of another one. Which one? I don't think it's going to be as popular though, based on your reactions. <laughs> <laughs> Home Alone 2, Lost oh, in New York. That, that's as long as they edited out, when, when as long as they edited out Trump, I'll watch it. In, in front of the Christmas tree, and they're like, "I love you, mom." And it's, it's Christmas. Is that the home? Was that the homeless lady with yes, the birds? The, that, the home, yeah, yeah. that yeah, that was the scene in the that breaks uh, my heart a little. In the bit. orchestra oh, loft was really good too. When they're listening to the yeah. orchestra, and, yeah, that's oh, so good. That movie's no, perfection. That movie's I gotta say. Perfection. I gotta say, I'm not gonna argue with any one of these. You guys all listed some real good ones, so. I'd also like to shout out one of my favorite Christmas albums, which is Charlie Brown Christmas. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that goes on every year. I love it. 